0: Welcome to another episode of Challenging the Norm. Here's hers look at life and business with your hosts, Paul Snow and myself, Lindsay Burden. The podcast for solopreneurs, entrepreneurs and business owners that want to experience success in their own way. Wrestling with the topics that matter and reality checking the latest trends in business. Paul works with business owners, showing them how they can take the stress out of transforming teams into performance powerhouses that love what they do, while I offer business coaching that empowers ambitious women in business to create financial abundance and a time-rich lifestyle without sacrificing their joy. Well, Paul, this is going to be our last podcast episode of 2023. And we have decided to hit a really big topic. Um, and I remember the time when we wrote letters Paul. So good morning. how are you and do you remember the art of letter writing?
1: morning Lindsay I, I'm I'm great uh, and you're right this is a this is a really good topic. letter writing yes in fact don't tell anybody but I still do write letters. Um, and and the the reason I know that is because I know how much it costs to send a letter these days. Yeah. When did that happen? Um, uh, yes, great topic. You know, Lindsay, you and I have been spent probably the last half an hour discussing before we press record. About we should really press
0: record earlier, you know.
1: <laughs> you know what? I think there are times we should just record our pre-podcast conversation. Yes. It'd be great as a podcast. Um, and and it, it is a really good point. You know, we we discussed this a couple of weeks ago the idea the difference in how we perceive things v- via different generations and you know we we discussed lots of generations right back to what they call the silent generation 1928 to 1945 right up to today's gen Zs, uh, and and this subject is let's just qualify you and i are from the gen x generation Without telling anybody our age, that's just roughly 1965 to 1990, 1995. And we come from a generation which is, and this is really important, because it sort of has bearing on our conversation. We come from this generation where we were the first generation to experience technological change at a pace never known before.
0: Uh,
1: And what I mean by technological change, I mean the use of computing in some way, shape or form. You know, Mm -hmm. I can remember my first ever job was as a computer operator at a publishing company, and it still makes me smile now that the computer we had that filled a room larger than my living room. (laughs) My phone is now more powerful than that computer. No way. Yeah, and 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 so it's it's really it was really um, key for you and I. We went from, in general trends terms, from a very manual process. You know, we talk about writing letters. You definitely wrote letters back in the day to a time when we can communicate via computers and it was easier, quicker. Connection was so much more readily available. For us, it was a fundamental shift in how we lived our lives. Now, we have to keep that in mind. Keep in mind that you and I have this taste of two worlds. And now we look at the millennials and Gen Zs who have never known anything else other than every technological infrastructure in place. It's the norm for them, and it wasn't the norm for us. And so, you know, well, this came. This podcast came from a conversation where I'm going, do you know, there are times, and let's just take language as an example, where I just don't know what these guys are talking about. I don't
0: you know, know what you... my kids are talking about.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. and the classic is, for a long time, I thought LOL meant lots of love, you yeah. know? Um just just craziness so really what we what what i think we should explore lindsay is this is this difference is this we call it them and us it's not really them and us because that really sounds awful and and separate and we're not
0: but that is sometimes how we feel yes (laughs) we don't understand this generation that's coming up behind us (laughs) And it challenges us, particularly in business, doesn't it? Because it is a very different way of being. It's a very different expectation, view, perspective. All of those creative describing words, which if you wrote lots of letters, you'd probably know. Um, But it does put a different spin
1: on business for us, doesn't it? It does. It does. You know, you've got the millennials and Gen Zs. For for them, business is a business focus. Maybe for our generation, and to a degree, baby boomers, the one before us, technology is an additional thing to add on to business that we need to worry about.
0: Actually, I think you've hit the nail on the head. We can go. It is that, that's exactly it. For it, it's for us. It's part, isn't it? It's mm. the tools. It's what we use. It's how we explore. But for those that have come after us, it's normal. It's. Mm what they expect to have they wouldn't know what to do if the internet went down
1: mm it's it, that's I mean look it's every day I've got I've got a, a six-year-old grandson um, and to him it's perfectly normal to operate a, a, a tablet or uh, yeah. a, a, you know go on his dad's phone whatever it is it's just absolutely normal and if I watch him there is none of this well what do I press and and, and what's this thing about you touch a screen? it's fascinating to watch and yet my, my my dear friend called me over the weekend and said paul i've bought a printer and i have no idea how to get this working because the, the days are gone even the days where it goes plug this into a laptop and configure your printer now it says no you don't need anything just press all these buttons and if these lights come on it works fine until it doesn't
0: and that your six-year-old is a prime example. I remember when my kids were young and my dad was like really struggling with the iPad and couldn't get anything to work, and da, 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 And the kids would go, it's like this. It's like they're born with the tech gene.
1: Yeah, N- normality, isn't it? it? It must have been the same uh, as a result of the Industrial Revolution, to go from what was nothing to what seemed like incredible progress in how people live their lives and the facilities they had.
0: Yeah. And I I think the challenge, you know, we talk about them, them and us and without giving anything away that them and us, you know, really came from, you know, something that had happened to you and Mm. you going, I don't feel I belong there. And there Mm. is this disconnect for us, for those of us that are mature and remember when, you know, mobiles were the size of a brick and you had to carry a battery pack with it. (laughs) Um, There is a disconnect. And I think that younger generation is now, it's now everything's Mm. got to be now. Mm. There's no waiting. There's no, I mean, how many people do I've sent you an email you've not responded?
1: Yes. Yes. And I
0: think there is this challenge around that. I was talking to someone just the other day um, who had um some graduates in the business and the work had been presented and it wasn't correct. So she said, this is a brilliant piece of work. You just need to create this, 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 and this. So we can get it off to the climb." Mm. They emailed back and said, I can't believe you've questioned my work or something along those lines. It was like, how, she was like, but I'm just telling you what's wrong for correcting. Can't yeah. criticize. I can't believe you criticized my work. I'm like, mind blown completely. And I think this is part of the challenge Paul. that mm. we're used to perhaps, and you know, this is a generalization. There will be lots of exceptions mm. to the rules, but it feels like we've had to work a little bit harder for it. We've had to work it out. We've had to find our way. And now they've got it, it's there, they can go. And then when it doesn't go quite to plan, they've been given the tech gene. They seem now to be lacking the gene that says, well, how do I work this out? How do I find mm. a work? I I guarantee those of us in our generation can find a workaround for anything. It- but the younger generation seem to go, oh, I, I don't know what to do now. And I wonder if that's how, have you noticed as well that they're really good at jumping from one thing to the other. OK, yeah. so that's bored me, so we'll go to the next. That's bored me, so we'll go to the next. And I don't think social media helps. And we've talked about that before, that constant scrolling. Um, where we go, OK, that that's not quite working, so how do we work our way around that? What do we need to do? Mm-hmm. And it just feels like they've lost... They've gained genes and lost genes. Well, and we're not talking about Levi's, other brands are available. <laughs> and I don't know, Paula, you know, I don't know whether I'm thrilled for the younger generation because everything is more accessible, it's easier. Um and I use easy in air quotes, I think. It it's different, everything just feels like they can do anything. It, but I it, don't know if they've missed out on something.
1: It's, for me, it's a double-edged sword, this stuff. It really is. I mean, yeah. all that you've just said, it begins with the underpinning that immediate gratification is a norm. The perceived norm of I can have everything now, because in a lot of ways they can. They yeah. can just, and, and in some ways are not healthy. You know, debt has never been so high in young people because credit is so readily available instantly. We're not, you know, back in the day without, you know, going too far back. Um, to, it's to sounding get a, like
0: our parents. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to, to get a bank loan, it was a big form. There was an interview at the bank, um, you know, that you didn't do that lightly. That was that was how you went. Now it's incredibly impersonal because a computer will check your credit rating and if it's good enough, to get, they'll give you a loan. Yeah. It's immediate gratification for me is a big problem, and I might sound a little bit of a you know stick in the mud over that. It, I'm not. I love the fact that there is instant something out there, you know, to, to get help, um, to be connected mm-hmm. for for mental, All of that's good, but it comes with all the bad stuff because it begins to develop this norm that you can just have everything now. And here's the challenge: the the challenge for you and I, uh, 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 and, and we experience this, is we have come from a generation where we saw our parents have to work for things uh, and taking time for that to happen was a norm. It didn't happen overnight. And here's the clue, it doesn't happen overnight here either. The perception no. is it does. But in business, I love the fact that people go, talk about being overnight success taking 10 years. See, the perception is we can have everything now. The reality is often very different. Now, if it isn't instant gratification, what does it need to have? You've got to work hard for it. And that's where I start to be concerned because I'm not saying Gen Zs, millennials don't work hard. I'm talking about perception. If they perceive that you can have it straight away, that can become a reality because they've experienced nothing else other than if I want to get on the internet, I can just get on the internet. If I want to buy something of Amazon, I can just get it next day. It's, it, for me, this, and we're talking about them and us and you're right. It's an interesting way of phrasing it. Language is a big thing for me between them and us, as you, as you will know, but even, even the, the understanding in business about what it takes to succeed in business when all the messages you get on social media is have this latest hustle learn a six-figure salary within two weeks
0: yeah i don't know if you saw my post recently on linkedin but i noticed it had already started not on linkedin there was another platform and it was um 100k in 90 days And I didn't click through to look any any further. But yeah. you know, it's it depends on where you start. It depends on your business resources. It depends on your business model. It depends on the time that you have available. Yeah. And you know, you've used that term work hard, which is a phrase I really don't like because I I and I struggle to find a phrase that is better. But what we're talking about is consistency. What we're yeah. talking about is developing the skills and the knowledge and the understanding. It's about putting in the hours that we need to put in whatever that might be for us um but you know and we've touched on that before the the blueprints the formulas and everything else but you know if you go to social media right now it is full of it Mm. full of that so and that's and that's like it that's where i struggle because actually that's feeding off people's will not their will it's Feeding off their need to be successful, feeding off their need to earn six figures. And you know, there was years and years ago, I watched an incredible Facebook live by a woman who was a millionaire. She said, "Here's what that means," and she broke it down. She doesn't earn a million. There isn't a million pounds in her bank, or it was probably dollars. But she'd really broken it down, and she said, "You know, that's how much it costs to run my business to turn over that. That's how much." i take out of it and it's about the understanding and maybe that's what's not lacking maybe it's not the difference maybe that's what worries us mm. as the this older generation <laughs> because we worry about what our young people are being fed we worry about the ec- you know the the expectation that is being fed to them, and then leaves them going. Well, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I've got yeah. to do that. And and that's feeding that need mm. within them, and creating. Let's face it, you know, mental health, well-being. It, it people are struggling, really, mm. really struggling. Even those who have, you know, a solid business, awesome business, great enough. Mm. Their, mental health and you know and well-being is an issue. And it's huge. It's not just an issue. You know, it's a pandemic in its own right. And that is being fed. And, you know, it brings us back to social media because I do think it's fed by that. It brings us back to the media. Mm. It is fed by that. And it brings us back to our politicians. You know, social media, we've covered. The other two topics, we keep talking about covering and might one day. (laughs) I think that's where I sit. Mm. I'm concerned that... And what I'm even more concerned about, although I am old... I have a 12 year old and a 14 year old and they are the generation coming up behind that. And that is, I would say that constant scrolling, that expectation, Mm -hmm. you know, you can go on YouTube. I think it's even bigger and that worries me even more that there is another generation, you know, that generation that's coming behind the ones that we're engaging with on a business perspective and going, I don't know what they're talking about. That's the next ones coming through. Mm
1: It is. Um, it really is. That, that's that's a major aspect. But I'm going to flip that on its head, Lindsay, cool. and say, here's, let's take another perspective on this. Let's take a perspective from where we are. Is it going to be a positive one? Of course, always. <laughs> let's take our perspective. You, you know, we're, we're we're that interesting generation. I love that because, of course, we are, because that's who we are. Um uh, uh, and we're that interesting generation that is perhaps from an age perspective starting to come to a point where we feel the most confident we've ever been. That's usually in your fifties, the most confident we've ever been, and also the most carefree. Right, yeah. we 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 care less about some things that maybe fifteen years ago I certainly would have cared more about. Yeah. Uh, and and i think this is important because there are still areas where our generation uh, can find it challenging and one of those it, you've already highlighted which probably prompted this podcast episode i felt in a situation where i didn't fit in it, it and and it we have to balance this and understand that that sort of thing i'm very objective about i know that it could be a rational thought i know um that it's not necessarily in fact it's not the truth i know it's not the truth but it doesn't change how we feel and and i felt i didn't fit in because i felt the language that was being used nothing nothing derogatory in there wasn't something that i was familiar with or i didn't know how to reciprocate that in in a way that they would communicate Uh, and again i'm being quite clear on this it's it's not it's not a major problem it's an observation but here's the thing our generation uh, and more and more people are going into business in our generation. Uh, it's okay to be who we are. You know, that I think one of the challenges for me with this situation was I try to be something that I'm not. I, I, because I'm a firm believer in embracing it all, you know, I don't do anything by halves. Maybe that's my generational thing as well. Um, but it's okay to not be, the type of person and the way they communicate in their 30s nothing wrong with that but it's okay not to be that it's okay not to comply you know you spoke about a younger generation the risk of uh, compliance with all the wrong messages from media and social media it works with us as well our hmm. generation also can feel the need to comply i've got a friend who tries to comply with the fact that technology should be something that you can handle and he's just not comfortable with it. And so in the end, he's put his hands up and, Paul, I need a bit of help or whatever it might be. It's okay not to be like that. Otherwise we fall into this trap and God forbid that we're considered superfluous because we're past that point, you know?
0: Yeah. And for me, I mean, I always say, you know, it's your business, mm. your rules in your way Mm. and it actually doesn't matter what age you're at i truly truly believe that and it's about saying you know what they're all doing it like that that doesn't fit with me so i'm just going to do it my way and when we focus in our you know doing it in our way staying in our lane it works so you know that that's not just a positive spin on it that's Mm. a really strong message if Mm. you're not comfortable doing x y and z you don't have to do it. And I wanted to add in that I'm I'm a, a member of the only networking group. Other networking groups are available. This one happens to be awesome. And I've been a member about six months. So I have plenty of one-to-ones, it's a, a large community. And I've had quite a few one-to-ones recently with the younger generation. And do you know what, Paul? I am meeting some incredible young people Mm. who are doing exactly that. They're going, do you know what? I don't need to be turning over millions. I just, I've got this one particular guy on my head. You know, I, I just want to have a great life. I want to be doing what I'm doing. I want to be enjoying what I'm doing. Yes, I'm thinking about the future already. And I just think I'm meeting more of those as well. So when we talk in this way, I think... We are generalizing and we, mm-hmm. and it's not even that there are exceptions to the rule. I think there are also huge communities of young people who are going, actually, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. I remember reading a little while ago, and I think we've probably got the worst drinking culture mm-hmm. uh, in Europe, here in the UK. Yeah, there was a time when I was reading lots and lots of articles about young people turning their backs on alcohol mm-hmm. and going, actually, that's not for me. I'm having a great life without it. So that's also what I'd like to hold on to from a positive yeah. spin as well is that we are generalizing mm. and it's only from our perspective and from our experience and we can choose as any of our listeners and watchers can you can choose at any time to disconnect from something that is not serving you mm. and I think that's a you know another important point to make is we get to choose we yeah. get to choose what we engage with we get to choose the way we run our businesses and when we focus on making ourselves the priority it becomes much much easier it there is more of a flow to everything Mm. and you know you can have more fun and yeah you should be having more fun and you can be a a multi-millionaire multi-billionaire you know it doesn't matter as long as you're living a really great life and making good choices for yourself
1: Mm. Yeah, do you know what I'm hearing when you're talking, Lindsay, is this generational definition is really less relevant than than it can be made out to be. Mm-hmm. You know, this idea, you know, I'd started this conversation with what is seen as the classical definition of different generations. But but actually, I, I think we can agree on this. Um it's less important than an, uh, than the underpinning stuff, which is about what does it mean for you to have a good life?
0: Yeah.
1: Whatever generation you are, however it works, you know, I, I think I mentioned before, there's a quote by the comedian Jimmy Carr, and he goes, the purpose of life is to enjoy the passage of time. Mm. And I love that because whatever way you cut that, enjoying the passage of time is whatever fulfills you. Yeah. And I think that has to underpin anything. It's, it, it would, for example, my angst at not feeling part of something because the, in this case, the communication style, I just couldn't get used to. If, if I underpin all of this with the fact that my purpose is enjoy the passage of time, however that looks to me, and the people that I'm around and so forth, then it doesn't really matter about these generation definitions all we're saying is the ingredients to whatever it looks like for you to live a fulfilled life may differ slightly. So if I, if it's the Gen Zs or the Millennials, that they are very, very self-aware these days and much more in touch with feelings than perhaps our generation was. And certainly the baby boomers, the ones before us. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but the, the same rule applies, you know, we're, when we're talking about these different, it doesn't matter really. What matters is that you enjoy the passage of time, how whatever that means to you. And I think for, for me, when I reflect on how I felt, not necessarily feeling connected in, in that in that area, I still have to come back to this idea that what's important to me, what fulfills me, and people go, oh, Paul, you're just being wishy-washy. Do you know what? I challenge anybody, right? If you're going to live a life, and, and I was reading that, you know, the, the the statistics don't stack up well for post-retirement, the number of years you live, right? Uh, and, and that's not a subject for today. But the reality to that is if you are not aware enough of enjoying the passage of time, you will leave it to a point where the time you have left isn't the big part, shall we say, rather than yeah. anything else. And I think it's really important, whoever, and there are differences, Lindsay, we've discussed the impact we feel strongly about with the younger generation on mental health. All of that's critical, critical, critical stuff. But it's still underpinned by this idea that there are some the global truths about life. And that is do something that you fulfill, feel fulfilled about. Whatever that is.
0: Yeah, and that's a choice mm. that we can make. And what, a, what I feel is coming out as well is we want business owners, particularly to do it their way, to find their way to do it in the most fun. And just picking up that point of that place where, you know, you didn't feel connected That's okay. Mm. If you don't feel connected somewhere, you know they talk. I talk about tribe all the time. Go find your tribe because you know there are loads of us out there who are completely nuts. I'm your tribe if you want to be completely nuts. There are loads that you know have a younger language and way of working, etc. That's your tribe. Go find them. Mm. It's okay not, and I don't necessarily like the word fit, but if you are around people that you just go, actually, hey, do you know what? feels a bit uncomfortable, not quite mm. sure. Go find another group, grand group. That doesn't mean to say they're a bad group. That doesn't mean to say they've got it wrong. It's just not a good fit for you. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm. And that's okay definitely in business because I guarantee you will have way more fun, achieve way more success when you do find your own tribe. Mm. But Also, that's in life. Mm. You know, if you're slogging your backside... You know, at the gym, and you're not enjoying it. Please go and find some other way of exercising. <laughs> other ways are available, but we can. You yeah, know, that's a great example actually, because there are lots of things. You go, oh, I need to go to the gym. Well, if you don't like going to the gym, don't go. Go, go and join a rambling group. Yeah. Actually, that is showing my good age. <laughs> go and join a walking group or a netball team or a football team. Go and do something else instead. Do something, like you say, that really fills you the joy and you're going to want to do. Because yeah. exercise actually is a really great example. If you know that going to the gym is the last thing you want to do, you're not going to stick to it. You're not going to do it. You're not yeah. going to get the results. So
1: go and do something else instead. Yeah, you're right. It's a choice. Ultimately, all this is a choice. What I, what I think, what I'm hearing when we chat this through, because this is always the case, right? For me, when we do our podcast, my thoughts evolve as we're as we're talking. We uh, never know
0: where we might end up. Well, that's a risky <laughs>
1: process, certainly with my thoughts anyway yeah. uh, and there is a reality, I think to this um and that is there are pressures or there there could be perceived pressures about about being a certain way doing a certain thing when when on social media you see a group of people doing really well and the comments are we are so connected you know we support one another we're an amazing community and that appeals to the innate desire within us to to be social to be together because that's what we are right so The point you make, which I think is super valid, is just because one, we'll call it community, doesn't feel as fulfilling or as connected or as right for you, I can absolutely promise you there is one. You just need to keep looking. You don't need to settle. You don't need to be in something. Use example of the gym. I get that one. But you don't need to be in a community that you feel obligated because they're super successful or or super supportive or whatever it might be. If you don't feel part of that.
0: And the the gyms are good. It's such a great example, actually, because, you know, if one gym doesn't suit you another one might Mm. you know and again it's about trying out and maybe that's the key if you want to have more fun of these things try something give it a go see what it feels like now we have done other podcasts where we talk about consistency and how long does it take to work and there are you know caveats to this but actually ultimately if you just want to try things out that's okay
1: until you find where it feels good yeah in fact i i would say it's a priority You don't need to settle for second best. You don't need to settle for something that someone else says is the best thing. If it's not the best thing for you, then it's not for you. And it's all right to be like that.
0: And actually, Paul, maybe this podcast is a really great example, because let's face it, you know, you start a podcast now Mm. and you're on the back foot. If you want a ravingly successful podcast and be automating it and making money out of it, we are—you know—we've definitely started on the back foot, yeah. this year because <laughs> podcasts are not new. We have hit the curve probably in the other, place, you know, at the at the wrong point. But we started it because we wanted to do this. We started it because we wanted to talk about some of the issues that really bother us. We started it because we wanted to create something that was fun, easy to consume, that provided people with some insights. And ultimately, our ultimate aim was we just wanted to have a great time. And we've achieved that. We are having a great time. And we are enjoying ourselves. And you and I have sort of talked about it recently. At what point do we start bringing in more about our business and everything? And we've said, you know what, we're not at that stage. And actually, right now, we're having such a great time. (laughs) Why spoil it? And that, For me this podcast is absolutely an example of go and have fun don't think about what the outcome is going to be how can we monetize it how are we going to get there sometimes you can do things Mm. just for fun and Mm. you know whatever will be out of it will be we you and i do not when we had this conversation recently we don't have to worry about how we're going to do it what are we going to do where do we want it to go and i think we both said actually right now we're just having the most fun ever and it will achieve what it needs to achieve yeah. at the right time without us having to force it. And that's you know that we don't need it to happen mm-hmm. now because it's just a great way of communicating, and it's what it
1: we're doing. It, it, it so is so easy, and yet the amount of direct messaging I get around helping us monetize this podcast, I, I can't tell you. It, it's yeah. it's intense. And so, you, you know, you're back to that pressured situation where if if you're not of a mind that says you have choice, you can do things you enjoy. In fact, if you set up a business and you don't enjoy what you're doing, I'm, I'm going to have a question mark over that. Yeah. Um, uh, and so there is intense pressure, e- even. For you and I, and we've already defined our values for this podcast. As we're having some fun, we're having great fun. Mm-hmm. We chat, we communicate with people, we get great feedback, mm-hmm. uh, interesting feedback. I got. I, I was chatting to someone the other day. He said, "Paul, is your podcast on Apple?" because I really want to listen to you and Lindsay and I'm in the car and I only have Apple. And I said, of course, of course. And so, you know, the objective for you and I, even if it's just that one person that said, oh, I really want to listen to these. Can I listen on Apple? Um, that's enough because we've already defined our values for this. Yeah. We don't have a, a plan or a, a precise Uh, a timescale, or even if we have a timescale, to turn this into anything other than you and I having a chat, sharing ideas and thoughts with people and thoroughly enjoying it.
0: Yeah, and and that, it's a great example. Just go out and do something, have some fun with it. Don't, you know, we become very, very prescriptive. And I hear you, it's so interesting that you get the um, emails about monetizing when I put the snippets up on YouTube. The amount of people that have told me I need to do more work with my YouTube channel to um, optimise it. I'm like, yes, I actually already know that. And I do have someone in mind. Don't you know, literally slag off my YouTube channel and then tell me you can help because that is not going to get you a <laughs> call with me. And it's so interesting because they always pick one of the podcast videos. Yeah, it's always always. They don't pick anything else. Although, to be fair, I think there is... Um, a robot at work. Cause I'm like, everyone's sending me the same images with the same arrows, at the same bit and it, it's all the same colors. There's nothing unique about it. One person, I ignored them on Instagram. They found me on LinkedIn to send me a message. <laughs> like seriously, you are persistent, but I'm still not talking to you. <laughs> In fact, now I'm leaving less likely than never before.
1: And, and, you know, maybe that arches back to the point of this episode and that is, there is this perception that everything has to fit with everybody at every age in every way. Uh, and and that's that's not a reality too. You know, I remember someone saying to me, Paul, your language on your LinkedIn post is way too formal. You need to get more relaxed and joke around and, and you know, write as though you're speaking all of this stuff. And, and I tried that. This is a number of years ago. I tried that and it's just like, this isn't me. What am I doing here? You know, if, if it's certainly in a service-based business like you and I are, we sell our time effectively. Um, if if you're buying me, why on earth would I try and be someone I'm not? Although e-
0: you are very funny. <laughs>
1: That's very kind of you to say so, <laughs> but there's, there's a reality to it. If you if you if you see me writing and speaking like some twenty-year-old, and I turn up. There is a difference, <laughs> let me tell
0: you. <laughs> oh, see that's made me proper laugh. cuz I, I think but that's about consistency. We need to be consistent and I think you can show up slightly differently in different platforms, but ultimately people need to know yeah. the person in front of them is the person that they're going to get. And from a yeah. service-based, you know, perspective, that is absolutely key that people mm. know what they're getting. Yes, and most of the time I'm as not as ever. Um, and I did come on this call, did I not, with a turkey on my head. I had made the decision I wouldn't leave it on my head because I wouldn't like to upset any vegetarians or vegans. Um, but I, it did amuse me.
1: It amused me too, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we, we'll do bloopers another time.
0: <laughs> I think we should. So oh, it's been a hard topic today in ooh. many respects. And what's interesting for me as I reflect back on it. We kind of started in this one place and we've come out the other side and gone, actually, do you know what? It's okay. We're all doing it our own way. We're all, you know, want to have as much fun as possible, and that's really important. You know, it really needs to bring you joy, and it really needs to, you know, fulfil your purpose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But actually, we started in one place, and I think we've landed up in another.
1: We yeah. have. We have, we we, we so have, um, and we've been all over the place. If I'm honest, it's one of those. If you looked at a map of the country, we've been up to Newcastle, across to Manchester, down to Portsmouth, and included somewhere in Southend. So it is. It, it, we we've been everywhere, uh, and I love it when we do that. And and it, for me, it always ends up with some form of conclusion. I'll share you mine before we finish off. Um, mine is no matter. What age, what generation we all underpin everything with the same things. We all want to feel fulfilled. we all want to enjoy whatever it is we do. We all want to be something that is that, that, that has grown, something that we are that we are uh, better at that we are developed from. There's underpinning across all generations and I'm encouraged by that. I think if the values changed, I would be more concerned. And I don't believe the values have changed. If I talk to uh, any other generation—Gen Zs, millennials—and you know, I have enough children in both those camps, I'm able to. I'm able to hear the same yearning for fulfillment, the same yearning for outcome that is good, positive, and and values-driven. That encourages me, and I think from this podcast i just want to go do you know what it started with the idea of them and us i don't think there's a limit them and us i really don't i think we're all in the same boat here uh, and i'm really encouraged to hear and and what i believe to be those same values that are underpinning it all
0: i agree i think i started with the this podcast with a, a slightly heavy heart um, and feeling quite old now i'm just like what a wonderful world we live in with all these different generations, these different ideas, these different ways of being and bringing it all together. And it just makes this wonderful collective mix and providing we always stay in our own lane and don't allow the pressures and be, you know, be okay with who you are and what generation you're in and just be okay with it. I, yeah, I agree with you. I feel like I've, I've ended on a positive note. It feels good. I have, Great expectations going forward for a a good mix.
1: Good. Uh, I'm in agreement. I think for me, my final word on this will be to wish all our listeners a happy Christmas. Thank them for all of the hours they've listened to us. Waffle on. And it is fun, right? It is fun. Um, and, And here's to a wonderful 2024. Lindsay, I'm going to hand that over to you just to finish off.
0: Well, Paul, I have had the most incredible 2023. And I put it all down to this podcast, other things, <laughs> obviously, as well. But I have had the most fun with you. And I also get some great feedback. So I, more of this in 2024. And like you, wishing our listeners and watchers, you know, I hope that Christmas is all that you need and want it to be. And I hope that 2024 is the same.
1: See you soon, Lindsay.
0: Thanks, Paul.